I wanted to do an advert for Anchor. This is the app that I'm actually using to do every episode of Analogy of the Sun. It's super freaking easy. Uh, it's also free. So couldn't get any better than that. If I can use this and I'm able to like put stuff on Spotify and all that, then you definitely can. If you've ever thought of just having a podcast for fun, like what I'm doing, then I would definitely suggest that you download Anchor now and they actually will upload it to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and things of that nature or those type of apps for you. Again, it's completely free. There's no minimum listenership that you have to have. Everything you need in one place to make a podcast. It is amazing. So if you've ever thought about having a podcast at all, just for fun, or possibly to add to your work or your business, then please go ahead and download Anchor today. Thank you for joining into another episode of Analogy of the Sun. I actually wanted to, this might be like a posted episode, I'm not really sure. Excuse me, because my allergies are driving me crazy. But um, I just kind of wanted to touch on something, like a posted episode. If you haven't heard me speak on that in other episodes, it's just like a quick episode. Can I touch in with you guys? Can I touch base with you? Because I feel like, since it's just me talking to you, then it's essentially like me calling you on the phone, right? Um, I'm not like interviewing anyone. There's no other dialogue going on. So it's just me talking at you, I guess. Um, And on that note, actually, I will have some friends coming in in the next couple weeks talking about certain topics so you can kind of get a two-way perspective. So I wanted to let you know about that. But this episode today, I just kind of wanted to touch on the whole Josh Duggar situation. Um, If you don't know who Josh Duggar is, he's actually one of the 20 kids in, I think it was like, at first it was like 18 kids and counting, and then it was 19 kids and counting, and it's 20 kids and it's a lot of kids, whatever. Too many fucking kids. They're fundamentalists, obviously. Um, So, he's had issues in the past. I believe it came out several years ago that he had molested or touched one of his siblings. And yesterday uh, morning, Thursday morning, he was arrested and he didn't have bail or anything and it hadn't come out. He hadn't been indicted yet, so the charges were not out yet. But I texted uh, my sister uh, yesterday and I said, hey, have you heard about Josh Duggar? And she's like, no. I was like, well, here's the link. Look at it. It's ridiculous. And this fucking mugshot is disgusting because he's grinning and looks fucked up but probably isn't fucked up he's just a sociopath it reminds me a lot like I told my mother it reminds me a lot of the John Wayne Gacy podcast or podcast when John Wayne Gacy had a podcast uh mugshot because he was telling jokes to the cops when he was arrested for killing double digit males you know double digit numbers of men or young boys and that's what it looks like. He's he's like smiling. It's disgusting. So they found, we all found out today that he was indicted on uh, child pornography. Not, not going to say it, it's a surprise, but I believe the feds arrested him. So they obviously, you know, he pled no guilt, not guilty, but they obviously have enough dirt on him to where it's, if it's the feds, then you're fucked, bro. So... They obviously have enough evidence to prove 
otherwise, which are we all surprised? No. But he'll get his, you know, just desserts in prison for sure. Don't, don't get it twisted. They don't like pederasses in prison or jail. You hurt a woman or a child and they find out in prison. If they don't put you in ADSEG and they put you in mass pop, then, you know, you're fucked. They probably won't put him in mass population, but, you know, I have a feeling that they really don't give a shit. (laughs) Anyway, so I just wanted to kind of discuss all this because I know what's going to happen is his wife is going to get a shit ton of horrible comments and, you know, just people chiming in on shit they know nothing about. So they have six children together, and I'm hoping, I think we're all hoping, if you've heard about this and know him and the situation, or just hearing about it now, we're all hoping, please God, don't have touched your own children, you know. And some pedophiles do, and some don't. So let's hope it's the latter, but, you know, the majority of the time that they do. So... And it came out, like I said, it came out years ago that he had touched one of his siblings and she stayed with him anyways. And I'm not saying what she's doing is right. And I'm not saying what she's doing is wrong. But it's difficult, y'all. Like, this is not... We don't live in a black or white reality. We just don't. Nothing is black or white. Nothing's right or wrong. Nothing's light or dark. It just it doesn't work that way. Life is a lot more complicated. It's a lot muddier than that. We reside in the gray area. We all have set up shop in the gray area of life. You don't know what someone's going through. You don't know how he treated her. You don't know if he threatened her. You don't know. You don't know anything. I don't think she works. So she, he has to provide for the whole entire family. They have six fucking kids. So again, that doesn't say that she should have stayed with him or shouldn't have stayed with him. I don't know their situation. And I think that's how we should all look at it. You don't know. No one knows. And I had said something on my Instagram story about this because everyone likes to just say it's right or wrong. It's black or white. Like Emmanuel Kant, philosopher, here you go, it's a philosophy podcast, right? Kind of diverted away from that, but Emmanuel Kant said, and he was huge on ethics, there's just, it's, it's either this or that, right? He had a thing about lying. You should never lie, it doesn't matter the circumstance. So say... Your husband's in the house, or spouse, wife, whatever, and someone knocks on the door, and they're coming to kill them. And they ask you, just outright ask you, are they here? Emmanuel Kant says and believes you should say yes because they're there. You should not lie. There's no reason and no situation where you should lie. I disagree. But to look at his point on this if you were to lie and say they were not there and by in the time that you're saying these things they're trying to slip out the back right because you would be afraid that this person who obviously wants to kill somebody is not going to really give a shit about a woman or whoever opening the door which is why they would even knock on the door to begin with but anyway so they would probably barge in so you knowing this would leave so if you lied and said he's not here or she's not here then are they not they're not here and they were trying to slip out the back and he left at the same time, then obviously he would run into them and then they would be murdered and they would die. So that'd be on you. If you would have said differently, they were here. Maybe it would have given them a chance to fight for themselves or what? I, I don't know. But it just, 
he feels that there are certain things in life that you cannot deviate from. This is what it is, and it's black and white, blah, blah, blah. Past, you know, following other philosophers have completely disagreed with this logic, and I think a lot of people too, because, no, lying is not right. You should not lie. A lie is a lie is a lie. A a white lie, a big lie, they're all wrong. You shouldn't do it. But there are lies that aren't the worst, right? There are things that you do that are horrible, but if they're done in small doses, they're not the worst. So let's say lying. If your mother makes you a dinner, your wife, husband, whatever, makes you a dinner, and it tastes like ass, you can be, well, I would probably tell my husband it tastes like ass, but you can be me and be a dick. Like, I don't fucking like this shit. That's babe. No, bad. Because I believe in relationships, you're supposed to teach each other things. Or you could be just the polite person and say, oh, this is great, mmm, when it really tastes horrible, right? Or say your kid's making cookies and they were bad. They didn't put enough sugar or they put too much baking soda, whatever. What do you do if a four or five-year-old makes you cookies? Are you going to say, these are not very good. You really should probably try this again. No, you're not going to fucking say that to a four or five-year-old. You're like, mmm, this is really good, mm-hmm. And when they're not looking, you're going to spit it out. You're going to throw the cookies in the trash about a couple hours later and say, oh, I ate them all. Santa Claus alone, right there. We lie. We lie. Tooth fairy, whatever. I'm not saying it's right, but it, it is to an extent. You know, there are things that you kind of look away from. Now, if you're lying because if your spouse asks you, did you do this and this and this, and you outright lie, no, I didn't do that. Well, then that's wrong. If even lying by omission, I don't agree with. So if you did something you know, the person you're with or a friend or whatever knows you, you know, shouldn't, they'd be pissed if you did this and you don't ever tell them and they find out from someone else, it makes you look like even a bigger asshole because you didn't tell them. Because usually if you do shit, if you're doing dirt, you're going to get found out eventually. So lying is not a good thing to do. But if you're lying to a child or lying to kind of spare someone's feelings... In a small, minute moment of life, I don't think that's awful. You know, you're trying to spare someone you love their feelings. It's a little different. But I feel like with this, I know people are going to bombard her with a lot of shitty comments and statements. And you don't know her. You don't know him either. Um, Nothing is clean cut and dry as we think it should be in life it just isn't everything's messy people are messy you're fucking messy i'm fucking messy life is messy um it's stressful why i'm more stressed you know it's just it's a lot people go through things that you will never understand in a million years because you've never been through them i think people like to say i've i see a lot of people say and i've i've even said this in the past and i'm an empath or whatever you know you have extra feelings when it comes to people their underlying feelings or whatever well I actually posted an article on Facebook that I found where um, scientists had studied empathy. And it was a group trial, clinical trial. And come to find out, people just aren't as empathetic as they say they are when it comes to strangers or groups of people. And I know that because I've been in customer service the majority of my life, going on 18 years of customer service so I know people are assholes so you they didn't have to waste that money on doing the trial I could have told them no, they could have given me the money and I could have you know paid my bills but it's people are dicks 
people are assholes they say they care they say they have love in their heart for people that they don't understand it's that's all bullshit that is a facade it's not true it's easier to be empathetic with someone you know it's easier to be empathetic with someone you live with and even then at that point sometimes you're not as empathetic as you would be to someone who you don't live with say like a spouse we tend to be even harsher with people that we live with and that we love and that love us because we know that we can show them our our awful side right you tend to vent to people that know you and you kind of keep it in with strangers and people that you don't know because you don't want them to see that you know quote-unquote ugly side so you come home and what do you do you unleash on people that you love because well they're not going anywhere and they're supposed to right they're supposed to love you unconditionally which also we should touch on that on another episode is also bullshit and that's not right either that's horrible but people tend to be less empathetic to people that they don't know in large groups of people say you know a certain political affiliation or a certain religious affiliation you tend to judge them even though we're all people right so empathy is extremely um it's a i think it's just more of a of a of a word that people like to use it's not true most people have apathy they don't have empathy they like to dress it up with empathy but it's majority of it is apathy they're so over it they're just fuck this shit what the shut the fuck up are you talking again are you telling me about your shit again stop asking me for your fucking like for my fucking opinion if you're not going to take it and that's the majority of how people feel they're over it you want to change so fucking bad then why do you keep asking me for your my opinion if you're not going to take it i'm not going to keep giving it to you shut the fuck up leave me alone but they grin and bear it sort of so they dress it up as empathy but really it's apathy you're over it and i don't think there's anything wrong with that honestly i mean there's nothing wrong with apathy there's nothing wrong with empathy but i feel like in the world and this whole ideal of toxic positivity where we have to positivity why did i say it like that we have to act like you know good vibes only and well you know you are the one that you know controls your mood you get up in the morning it's up to you whether you want to have a good day or a bad day well no that's not fucking true either some things are just there's other you know circumstances that you did not foresee coming it's okay to be upset you know matter if you wake up smiling there could be shit that's gonna that's festering that day that you have no fucking clue and you walk into that day and you're like oh my gosh, I should have just stayed in bed. Screw this, man. Like, what the hell is going on? And there's no way you could be as positive as you want to be because you're a human and you have, I don't know, emotions, critical thinking, deductive reasoning, those type of things. So I just hope that she doesn't get a bunch of stuff. Now, if it comes to fruition or, you know, that maybe you're not fruition, but when it comes, if it comes to light that she was hiding things about him or what have you then that's different you know once things come out then it's you know once we learn more about the story of what's going on then that's one thing but don't just go in you know with this hot white heat of anger and hatred for someone that you don't know and you don't know their situation it's very easy for your brain to have this default setting of anger and hatred and fear right that's usually all of our all of our default setting is, you know, like the other day I was looking at Anthony Bourdain stuff, who I obviously love, if you've heard my episode on here, 
and I saw a final episode of Anthony crying but then I looked at it again as I was getting upset and it said cycling so my brain already had a, a default setting to go to being upset about something so it's good if you notice those things in yourself you're like oh shit my my natural default setting is to be visual so you can change those things but sometimes it's just a situation you can't fucking handle you can't handle that you have to you have to be emotional you have to be angry you have to be sad whatever allow yourself to feel upset about it so i just hope that he did not touch those kids and i hope that people leave her alone until other things come out and if there's something else that comes out that's different but at this moment just understand that the situation the position that she was put in by him essentially by him that's not an easy situation you know to have no job if she leaves him she has nothing she has six kids by him it's a hard situation and you don't have to like i said i didn't say it was right or wrong but you have to understand that it's just like when people are like well why didn't she leave him he was beating on her and she and he kills her and it's like why didn't she just leave she's been he's been doing this for months well that's not for you to fucking judge is it i feel like we need to get into this ideals get all these ideals of black and white and absolutes like it's never this way it's always this way no it's not that's not life living in these absolutes and these black and white premises all it does is hurt people so let's move a little bit more to the middle and get rid of those absolutes because the only thing you never or always do is breathe that's it I mean, there's anything else in life, even paying your fucking, it used to be paying your, you have to live, die, live, live or breathe, die and pay your taxes, right? That's the only things you always have to do. Well, shit, you don't have to pay your taxes if you don't want to. I mean, you might end up in jail or prison, but you ain't got to even do that. The only thing that's always or never is your heart and your lungs. Like, that's it. You're either breathing, your heart's pumping, or it's not. Because you can't, you have no control over those things. So... That's all I wanted to talk about. I just feel like I know people are going to judge her. I know it's going to be awful for her. And it's already awful enough as it is. So let's have a little empathy, folks. Can we do that maybe? And maybe with other people. How about we just kind of... The golden rule is bullshit, right? The golden rule is treat others as you would want to be treated. Well, that's bullshit. That's a shitty rule. You have to look at the platinum rule, which is... Treat others as they want to be treated. Because how you want to be treated may not be how someone else wants to be treated. Because what works for you doesn't necessarily work for someone else, right? Because you don't know how they feel. You don't know the life they've led up to this point. So how they react to something could be total polar opposite of how you react to something. So you have to talk to people. You have to realize, okay, I'm not them. I don't know what they're dealing with. I don't know what they've dealt with up to this point. That would be a trigger. It would be traumatic, whatever. So you have to treat them as they would want to be treated, not you. Because the earth does not rise in sun, set on top of your ass. The, you are not the, you know, gravitational pull of the sun that's, you know, making it rotate around you. The earth is very large. The galaxy is very large. The universe is very large. You are a small, minute part of that. So it's better to live your life outward than inward. Because no one is going to cater to you. So how about we just look at it as, well, there's 7 billion people on this planet. And they all think differently. Maybe similar in some ways, but differently because they've all had different experiences. 
So let's try to cater our way of treating people differently to each individual, not how you want it. Because, like I said, you could have had a pretty cushy, somewhat good life compared to somebody else. And you have no clue because they don't talk about it. So maybe this weekend, let's go forth with an understanding that we are not the center of the universe. And that people are messy and we should approach them just like that.